Hey there, welcome to the one-on-one podcast episode two. You. I'm your host, Puya Ansari. I'm here with my co-host, Blake John. Blake, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Yo, I'm still on that graduation high. It's been almost a month. Actually, I think it's been a month, and I'm just doing crazy shit. I like that. It's been dope. I just went to Mojave. I just went to Death Valley yesterday, bro. Damn, I guess. I saw the Snapchats. It looked like some Star Wars. Yeah, shit. This shit was fucked up. I had sand just blowing up holes I didn't even know existed. And yeah, man. But it was a good adventure, nevertheless. So I'm glad I went out there, had a good time with some homies. That's dope. Yeah, man. I've never been out there. Um, this weekend I was Couchella. You know, Couchella is. Right? <laughs> oh, damn, that's sad, bro. I'm <laughs> sorry it, to hear that. But it was. it's cool, though, because I saw that big crowd after Kendrick and trying to get out of that and after that wild weekend that's craziness bro it's worth it that's what you live for yeah it is worth it weekend too baby who's out here there there are pros and cons uh, i guess to couchella but um mostly cons yeah weekend two isn't even being streamed so oh is it not it's not i think it's just weekend one that's how you know they're about to have all the good shit yeah, so you're about to have a, a blast. I actually saw um, Sanfa and Jamie XX, though, out in the desert last Thursday, which was really Oh, you already sick. went to that? Yeah, yeah, that was last I Thursday. I didn't know that. How was that? That was really fun. Okay. I didn't I didn't post on Snapchat or anything because I was kind of far. It was crazy. They had Sanfa on one stage, and then they had Jamie XX on another. And I'm not that into EDM music, yeah. and Jamie XX's set kind of got a little EDM-y yeah. at moments, but Sanfa was awesome. I don't know if you, did you listen to that album, Process? Yeah. I liked, uh, obviously, the single Blood On Me. Um, honestly, I can't name a bunch of the other songs, but... It's dope. It's I very it's unique sounding, yeah. for sure. There's a song on there called Chorus Sings that's just like... I was just waiting in the crowd for him to play that, and then we ran over to Jamie XX. Was Blood On Me lit? Blood On Me was lit. Everybody was pretty... Yeah, everybody was... But, you know, Sanford isn't really that turn up kind of it's not yeah, that kind of yeah. crowd or that kind of music but mm-hmm. it was like people really enjoyed it yeah I, 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 I really enjoyed it what was the venue again um it was the palm springs air museum it's oh, like yeah. right next to the palm springs airport so low-key like maybe some artists were coming in for yeah. for coachella you had a little mini coachella you got yeah it was vibes. it was a little mini yeah yeah and, and the wind was crazy over there yeah, so i got a little up. taste of what you got Hell so yeah. dude travis scott that was a lit set that i saw coachella vibes dude you know um, that's you'll enjoy just, it man you're gonna have a lot of fun that's the one act I'm looking forward to all weekend like last year was Calvin Harris and ASAP this year it's uh, I gotta say it's Travis Scott above all yeah I uh, I was super excited to see Radiohead and mm. then I saw that they were at the same time but it's like the Radiohead show was a little bit more like lighters in the air kind yeah. of vibe and then the Travis Scott was just like getting bodies out of the front row, people can't handle it. <laughs> oh, you better shit. get your hydration game. Yeah, I'll be so, ready. Kendrick's performance though was insane. He, uh, as we know, he's he's a generational rap artist right now. Just uh, every album is legend in the making. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's like witnessing history for sure. And he just he just dropped his new album. Damn. 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 Ooh, that shit was. Definitely, damn. Yeah. That was my reaction. That was a good one. I really enjoyed it. We're going to discuss a little bit of it. You down with that? I'm game. I'm game. Let's do it. So, during his performance, he actually performed some of the songs, and then he did a lot of throwback ones, too. Mm -hmm. But I I thought it was really cool that he had just dropped it that Friday. Yeah. And that following Sunday, he was still, he was ready to perform. Because, you know, sometimes the artist needs time to rehearse and do all that, but... Kendrick is a true professional. Mm-hmm. So, what were, what were some of your favorite songs off here? Because it's pretty heavy. Like, every Kendrick album... To me, Kendrick makes music that's almost like watching a um, really heavy movie. Like, The Departed or something. Like, Yeah. You know? It's, it's heavy. I think the album, honestly, just peaks from track two all the way to track eight. Like, straight up. Every like song, that whole middle, yeah. that whole middle section of the album is just something else. Or actually, kind of the beginning, the first half. Yeah, 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 pretty much. And I would say like the apex of that mountain. I don't know if that's the correct correct term, but I would say yeah and element. Those are just those are the dopest 
vibe songs, you know, in terms of just like raw emotion for yeah. me. But in terms of like, you know, turn up, radio hits and stuff, it's definitely DNA. DNA is like riot music. Like, oh, yeah. He goes in and it's it's really cool because it's the second track. So it's like he punches you right in the mouth mm-hmm. off the get. And DNA was actually produced by Mike Wilmade. I don't know if a lot of people knew that. I think Mike Wilmade is about to have himself a good 2017. Yeah, he's a pretty already versatile producer. Definitely. So I love that he was on there. You know, the DNA, the beat, Kendrick makes the song just like a Kendrick song. But mm-hmm. the beat, if you really just pay attention to the beat, you can you can kind of hear like the Mike Wilmade kind yeah. of hard hitting, has a trap style to it. I definitely feel it. that, yeah. yeah. And Kendrick just killed it. And then there's that last verse that's just like, he's pretty much just yelling at yeah, you. Yeah, when that like, beat switches up. Yeah. Mm. It's hard. Yeah. And the video came out today. I don't know if you saw I it. I saw that Don Cheeto. It didn't really make sense yeah. to me. I don't, and like during during Coachella, he had that, uh, you know, that, that whole Asian get up. And yeah, the video the had that same thing. theme. Yeah, What's yeah, good yeah. with all that? I don't understand it. I don't know, man. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll find out a couple albums down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, dog. Kendrick's just on some he's funny. Bruce Lee shit. So did you did you hear the the Fox News stuff that was on the album? Like he played he played a clip from oh, Fox the News. Oh, the dude, the Rivera fool. That's like oh, hip hop's done way more worse for like the black community than racism. Yeah, shots like fired, low key. It's dumb shit. Yeah, I mean we I think we as young people we we automatically just kind of say fuck Fox News, right? We don't like it. I mean some of us, but I mean there yeah there's some yeah, closet yeah. there's some closet Fox News true, supporters. True. True. We ain't so, with that out here on the one-on-one podcast, just to let y'all know. We- I like that. <laughs> so Kendrick's Kendrick's beef was just basically targeting the idea that Fox News was saying that rap is part of the problem or a big issue, mm-hmm. or it's almost like a bigger issue in the black community than racism. That's basically what the clip was saying, Typical which is like Fox News shit. Yeah, yeah, like stupid. But I'm glad Kendrick addressed it because it's almost like he's defending himself. They're taking a clip of his um, music mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to give him that slander. Yeah, which, I think uh, what that that quotes from like the all right reaction. Yeah, all right. Like on top of the cars. He had the um, police trying to kill us in the street faux show. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, one. oh, he was just saying that in response to all right. So it wasn't yeah. like a recent quote. No, 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 it wasn't recent. Okay, but it was right. like. You know, Kendrick doesn't drop that often, so... Yeah. When he does drop. But, yeah, I loved Element, too. You talked about Element. I honestly... I don't really know what he's talking about on there too much with I'm gonna the... make it look sexy. Yeah. I don't... But it's, like, super catchy. It's, like, Kendrick catchy. It's a, it's a different kind of, of vibe, you know? Yo, low-key, I honestly feel like Kendrick... I'm not gonna say he did Drake on this, but, like... Just the entire album was, it had like a Drake catchiness to it. You know, I think he kind of figured out like how to maybe get that replayability for one of his albums. You know? So we talked about this a little bit initially yeah. where I think on Good Kid Mad City, right? Mm-hmm. It's basically like a story. And that's Definitely. when I, that's why I was talking about Kendrick's albums being like a movie. Like Good Kid Mad City, I literally, I told you about this. I sat down, you know, a few weeks after it came out and I literally just read all the lyrics from start to finish Mm -hmm. and it's literally it has a plot it has an arc like everything is crazy and then at the end kendrick getting away from his um you know kind of street life and finding a little bit of righteousness yeah Mm -hmm. so very heavy conceptually but there's also those standalone songs like bitch don't kill my vibe or mad city where you can listen to them in the context of the story in the album, mm-hmm. but then they stand alone too. And I think he really reached that middle ground on Good Kid, Mad City, and Definitely. then kind of got away from it. And this is probably, yeah, this is going back to that, right? Is that yeah. what you're getting at? Yeah, yeah, I feel like this one is a little looser conceptually, but it still has a concept and songs that stand alone too, mm-hmm. like DNA. I agree. I think... Yeah, kind of, would you call like a combination of Good Kid, Mad City into Pimp a Butterfly? Because like he attacks similar issues, but it has, you know, it's not as experimental as to Pimp a Butterfly, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the rapping and the, he's, he's using new flows and stuff, but the beats, for the most part, there are moments that kind of get, ooh, this is kind of weird, but for the most part, it's 
it's a conventional yeah, rap album. Exactly. You know? I think his purpose was just like, I'm bringing back to hip hop. Give the people what they want a little bit. There's some moments at the end, like uh, Love and XXX, that are kind of like, oh, there's some weird moments here mm-hmm. or that are kind of different. But for the most part, like DNA is not very different than not a rap song you would yeah. hear today. When I thought of DNA, I kind of thought like that flow was something reminiscent of Good Kid Mad City for sure. Yeah. So I really enjoy, yeah, maybe like basement freestyle, mm-hmm. low key, like yeah. with the hard hitting. Backstreet, Backstreet. Yeah, Backstreet. Yeah, Backstreet yeah. Freestyle. Basement Freestyle is a Travis Scott song. I think. But <laughs> anyways, uh, yeah, he really, he brought it back to that sweet spot and getting Rihanna. Rihanna's a, a pop artist for, oh, yeah. for real. She's like, she's as, she's as radio as it gets. So mm-hmm. I could see loyalty bumping it on is. the radio. Dude, I think, did you hear Auntie? Her album? I did, yeah. I love that album. When I heard the Loyalty beat, I felt like that belonged in her album. Like, I feel like Kendrick was really strategic about getting that feature. Yeah, you know, Loyalty is actually in um, a sample of 24K, Magic. I didn't know this, and then oh, I, when I, when no I read way. up on it, I was like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. Really? It's like a reversed, sped-up sample of the talking box in the beginning of no. 24K. Wow. So it's almost like... It was meant to be a pop song. It's sampling a really famous pop song of the past year. You always Sherlock Holmes with that production. Yeah. You always do you know who produced it? Um, Loyalty? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a first. Puya actually doesn't know somebody that produced the song. Yeah, I think it may have been Soundwave. There's this guy named Soundwave who's been with T D for He's like ever. one of their uh, Yeah, he's one of their in house. The, th- the three guys who were on here were Soundwave, DJ Dahi. DJ Dahi did Worst Behavior, um, Money Trees, Type of Party, Dom Kennedy. Damn. He's, he's had some hitters. Oh, yeah. And he, he worked with... Money Trees was crazy. Like, I think that was one of... We can agree, that was one of Kendrick's breakout tracks. Oh, yeah. And DJ Dahi killed it. Um, I think Loyalty was a mixture of, of those guys. They were It was very collaborative as Kendrick's albums usually are. They're, mm-hmm. they're not like, um, you I was know, wrong, one guys. or two You just guys. dropped the knowledge on us. Yeah, <laughs> you already know. I'm, I'm trying to get my, my research. Dude, because to me, the, produ- the production matters. You know, I like, yeah. to, I like to make a connection between who produced this song, who produced this song, and then, you know, kind of seeing the styles, and I really enjoy that portion of it. But loyalty's a banger, period. So uh, is loyalty shots at Drake? You know, take her, <laughs> taking Drake's girl on the feature. So I have, I have a real issue. I take a, I take issue with this, this manufactured beef. You know, uh, that's you, all. You're, you're a non-believer, huh? I'm a non-believer. Like Kendrick will say, Kendrick has a line on here where he says, uh, "Keep the family close" or something, and then that's you know, what that's yeah, another one. I was just like, genius. yo, and it's like, oh, he said, "Keep the family close." That's a shot at Drake, or like any rapper that says "little bitch" or "hold up." That's a shot at Big Sean, like automatically, um, and Kendrick actually uses those, those, uh, those phrases in his music. You think it's just? Using. You think it's just a coincidence? I don't know, man. I Keep just, the family close, man. Come I, on. I just think that it's a lot more fun if they are beefing, and it's not. Yeah, so they're kind of just doing it just to like. I just think it's internet hype, you know? Yeah. But they're, so they're aware of it and they are like incorporating it into their music, but it's not sincere. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that the artists themselves are yeah. doing it on purpose? I don't know, man. I mean, there are only so many words in the dictionary, right? Like, Dude, but I there's mean, so, I just feel like if you, want, if you want the puzzle to fit, you can. You'll find a way. You'll yeah. find a way. That's right. my point. I feel you on that. But I don't think there's any way to deny that. You know, rap is a competitive genre, Definitely. and it's always been since the '90s. It's always about who's the hottest, who's the best, and that's why today me and you were talking about numbers and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. the only way to quantify um, that somebody's winning True. is that they have the most sales or whatever. True. Otherwise, it's just subjective, which it should be because it's yeah. art, right? Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, I think there's <laughs> always been that tension between Drake and Kendrick because of that. They're both probably competitive if they're, if they're both rappers you know yeah i agree 100 percent. so i don't know i don't think there is beef and we'll see man i mean i think it's I, it should be all love they're they're in separate lanes drake and kendrick you know yeah but i mean drake kind of took you know he took exception with the uh 
with the Kadroverse where he's like, you know, he mentioned Drake's name, and Drake's pretty much like, yo, I drew for you, I drew for ASAP, like, I let you open for me right before your debut album, or not his debut album, but the album that puts you into, like, yeah. stardom, you know, Good but Kid, Mad City. That was 2013, though. It's like four years ago. Yeah, but I mean, Drake still Drake's the type of person to never let go. Of that it's like, yo, I put you on. Like, you think so? Yeah, I think recently there was a concert like a year ago, maybe where Drake he was in L.A. He was at Staples. I think it was for the um, what was the most recent U.S. tour he did? Oh, that was uh, I forget the name. Damn, we some Drake stands. We don't even yeah, know the name. Yeah, we don't even know the name. We failed. We ain't bro. go. We ain't go. <laughs> We messed up, but yeah, that shit was way too expensive. At, yeah, in LA, he he actually he was on stage and he said, "Yo, shout out Kendrick, you know, it's all love and stuff." So he did. That could be for show too. Maybe he's just I don't know. It, I think that was a little retreat. He knew Kendrick's about to drop a bomb, and he's just like, "Yo, there's also, politics also North Korea shit." You know, yeah, <laughs> it's a cold war. I, yeah, I, I, it I'd is. maybe describe it as that. Would you Would you think of the song XXX Triple X with that featuring that's YouTube? YouTube? Bono, you mess with Bono. I mean, I remember. A couple I respect years back, you two and their place in the industry, but I don't. I mean, I, I don't really. You remember care when they uh, they downloaded their album once at everybody's iPhone? Yeah, you that was some that? bullshit. <laughs> that was bullshit. Like, That's the last time I remembered YouTube, but they have classes, <laughs> and I'm, I'm they definitely have a relationship with Kendrick for them to be on here. Yeah, I mean... Um, but this song is sick. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. XXX song? Yeah, it's like track 11, right? Yeah, there, there's a moment on this album, or on this song, rather, that it really gives me NWA vibes. When when the siren comes on, it's mm-hmm. like, wee, 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 and Kendrick's just like pumping bars, pumping yeah. bars. It really gives me some NWA vibes, low-key. I get like, it's... I feel like this one is kind of... Um, to pimp a butterfly in terms of content. Yeah, you know, a little bit. He's attacking like the racial issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this this album lyrically, like content wise, is not nothing new from Kendrick. It's no, like not at all. It's the duality between good and evil, you know, very their introspective moments where he's really delving into fame and you know, like on the song Fear. Fear is actually probably my favorite track. Oh yeah. Right now. Yeah. Fear and Duckworth. Yeah, Duckworth. I, I don't know about you. You said Duckworth was on some J. Cole level storytelling. I can't give him that. It's crazy. Oh, it was good, but you kidding? it's still like. Even Fear. Even Fear is on some crazy storytelling shit, dude. He, okay, what was that one about again? Break that back. one's the one. So he has he has a verse where he's he's talking about his fears from the perspective of being seven years old. And his mom is talking. Oh, that's about, the one where he's like, I'm going to beat your yeah, ass. I'm gonna beat yeah, your yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah. You I like that eat one. your pizza. I'm going to beat your ass. So that was sick, and then there's the hook, and then it's it comes in when he's 17. His fear is being 17, being in the streets. I'm supposed oh. to die. I'm supposed to be dead. That's what's supposed to happen to me. Oh, you damn. Know? Yeah, I got I to gotta actually peep that a little bit. Yeah, then the last verse, or the third verse, is when he's 27. And, he, and he's like, you know, he's already attained some success and money, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's talking about the fears of being that age, being the successful fame and all that kind of stuff so oh, that was actually produced by alchemist you heard of alchemist i rings a bell but not really he's low-key iconic he hasn't done too <clears throat> he hasn't done like hits but he's like a he's that boom bap or not boom bap but like old school rap you know vibes he he samples he's like, like a 90s guy jazzy. yeah he makes 90s kind of beats okay. you know he he's done like full projects with currency too mm. a few of those so He's a real rap rap dude. Like okay. he's straight rap, you know. Um, but I love this beat. Fear is Fear is definitely my favorite song. And then it's bookended by a voicemail from his cousin, I think, Carl Duckworth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? And it kind of gets a little preachy and religious at times. Yeah. Uh, which is Kendrick. You know, he's he's been like that since uh he's always talked about his relationship with religion and god and there's a song here called god you know yeah um so fear yeah fear definitely it's my favorite song duckworth is hard too yeah duckworth is crazy that i just what what's your issue with it you have no no i don't have an issue with it it's just kind of like crazy like that's really how he got famous well, I mean, is that how, like, I think because he says during the story, he says, and 20 years later. So it's like, this story way predates 
him. He, I mean, he was probably a, a way younger. He was a kid. But the relationship with Top started. Yeah, I mean, in that before 20. Before he was born. Yeah, it, no, no, no. He was already born because he, he said born. his dad moved with a kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, from yeah, Chicago. Yeah, 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 okay. And, um, yeah, it's just a super, it was, it was a captivating story. I remember when I first heard it, I was like, man, where does this story end? Like, what happens? And when he says, oh, Ducky, I was like, okay, this is definitely, he's talking about his dad, and Anthony is obviously top dog. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was just awesome. And the ending was, I don't know, it was a really great way to end the album. You know, it was, an, yeah, it was a it perfect was pretty interesting. I mean, I feel like everybody, when you think of just uh, artists or athletes or actors, you always wonder, like, oh, how did this person get through a big break? Or where did... So I can always appreciate that. Yeah. That's and we, always interesting. We really haven't heard these kind of stories. Yeah, nobody Kennedy ever really much. releases yeah. that. No, For some reason, even though that's, like, what a fan wants, it's like, oh, like, tell me your story. Tell me where you got your big break. You know, because that's something where you can relate to. It's like I'm right here struggling. I know. Trying uh, to break through. Yeah, exactly. It's like a coming of age. Yeah. I know. I know. Big Sh- Big Sean's story has been like told and told and told over and over and over. You know mm-hmm. that one, right? No. The one, I think like Kanye was at a radio station in Detroit, and oh, he rapped for him. Yeah, bro. he rapped yeah, for yeah, him. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I love hearing that those stories too. It's really fun, and I'm glad Kendrick yeah. gave us a piece of that kind There's of. There's been a few people that have rapped for Kanye, and he kind of like put them on or hired them. Yeah, like some intern or some shit. Yeah, I mean, when you have that clout, and you can do it. Yeah. And you can help. I and they're talented the, too. One that sticks out to me, because I'm a J Cole stan, is uh, I guess he was standing mm. out in the rain outside of Rockefeller Records. I do remember this. Story. Waiting for Hove to come yeah. out, and like, I guess it worked. Jigga. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> no, that is cool, actually. So that story, he, he was trying to give him a beat because J. Cole was trying to get his production going. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get signed by Jay-Z until Jay-Z heard Lights, Please. He heard the the buzz from Lights, Please and signed him. Off Damn, of so he kind of just made yeah. it himself. Yeah, low-key. Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yo, did you know J. Cole produced High Power? Yes, I did know that. Dude, I did not know Dude, that. Dude, J. Cole, J. Cole produced uh, The Jig Is Up, too. You know that song? Yeah. On uh... J. Cole production... And Kendrick rapping is like killer. That's why I wanted them to make a collab album because Dude, J. Cole and Kendrick fucked together. up for that. Like I don't, I don't understand why they're holding that back from us. There's no way they're too busy. J. Cole's kind of playing with retirement, I think. Low key. Playing with retirement. Yeah. Yeah. He's been talking about it, but he just he's on Logic's that, uh, album. Did you hear that feature on Logic? Yeah, yeah. Legendary is that what it's called? I didn't hear it, but I've heard uh, like I heard about it. Yeah. I heard the uh, Joey Badass one too. Which oh, that? that's the one I'm talking about. I think the Joey Badass is yeah. he on there? Yeah, is that the one? Is that legendary? I don't know. I thought he was on Logic's album. I heard he's on Logic's album yeah. cover. Oh. But he's on Joey Badass's yeah, thing. Okay, and okay. he told Joey, he was just like, yo, this is about to be my last feature like ever. Oh, because he did Waves too. Mm-hmm. So they had that relationship. Yeah, yeah. yeah They're yeah. cool. Just like the New York connection, you know? Yeah, yeah. I feel that. But uh, yeah, man. J. Cole, he told him it was his last feature? That's what he said. Where, where are the receipts though? The receipts? I mean, there was just texting and stuff. Yeah. It's like articles. But you I feel like he'll just or? come out. I got the text. Yeah, low key. Hey, he did Snapchat me though. Yeah, he did Snapchat me back. Yeah, so you know me. Me and J Cole got a little relationship. No, I feel like that's what J Cole's appeal is for sure. Is that he's very down to earth dude and very. Did you see the documentary he just released? For your eyes only. I have HBO. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Shout out Kayvon, my boy. (laughs) Um, he gave me those login credentials. That's what's up. But. Yeah, I got to peep that, dude. That might be interesting. There's some unreleased music on there, and it kind of seems like he's not done. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like if you have a passion for music, you, for the most part, yeah, always will. He's going to take a hiatus, go play with his daughter for even, a little bit. Yeah, even Jay-Z, for example. He's retired like yeah. three or four times. Full still making music out On here. some Michael Jordan yeah. shit, you know? Damn, Crazy, man, you. <laughs> Yo, what'd you think of Humble? Did you like Humble as like a single or... When that, I remember when that song dropped, I was just in the Uber, and I heard that song. I like the video more than the song. Do you? Yeah, the video. So you're is not hard. feeling the song. No, the, okay, the song is cool. The song is okay. Bro, that song is just. It's, but it's not one of the better songs on the album, though. Yeah, Can but it still has that? that like no, no. It is one of the best songs on the album. Really? It's the single. It's the radio hit. He yeah. dropped it. I mean, that's how I feel. Okay. Just in terms of turn up, but I mean, I just think. Again, it's coming with that control energy where he's just calling out the game. You know, in the music video, he has satire with, like, he's just imitating a bunch of other people's music videos and, like, yeah. the scenes in them. No, the mu- that's what I'm saying. The music videos, 
awesome. I think the song is just as it's just as powerful. I think the reason I enjoy the song is because he dropped the music video as you know, he dropped the music video before he dropped the song. So like, I'm automatically just thinking of the music video when he's yeah. You know when I hear I mean, the song. don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the music video is awesome and the song sucks. That they, they go together. It's a Definitely. music video. Yeah. Um, but I really appreciated that the song dropped with the video at the same time mm-hmm. kind of situation. And I wish artists did that more. But unfortunately, like videos just don't make money as much, and there aren't it's weird as dude. much of a budget for it. Because I mean, you know, MTV and all these VH1. I grew up on this. Is how I've figured out new music is yeah top 20 or whatever i remember my dad before we used to go to school my dad would just have mtv on for us yeah and you just get your music game and you know hooba stank and all that stuff you know i was on the g unit music video yeah i don't guys like yo millennials 90s people we got to bring the music videos back like what the hell happened yeah tell them music videos need to be back bro that's why shit like jersey shore popped up like mtv's dead the thing is there's no ratings for it so the labels and stuff don't want to pay for the music videos or have big budgets for them anymore and then artists are forced to you know pay out of pocket for music videos now i know um i read up on a lot of artists like drake and stuff they've had to pay for their own music videos which isn't a big deal these guys are pretty rich you know yeah but and they'll make it back of course but since there's not as much revenue coming back as you're gonna, it used to yeah, be, you're gonna be less it's just, incentivized. It's to been make it. squeezed out of the equation, kind of. But I still appreciate when uh, Kendrick will come out and do something very artistic and mm-hmm. awesome, like Humble. People should make like these documentaries, like J. Cole's making or uh, Beyonce. She made like the Lemonade videos, right? Um, yeah. Or a visual album. The visual album, yeah. People should just start doing that. Did you like I mean, the like the ones Drake dropped, like Jungle and? There was one for views too, like a one. I liked I liked the jungle one. I didn't really like the views one. Yeah, the jungle one was cool. Yeah, he's like pl- using guns and stuff. It's kind of weird. Yeah, he's but... saving a chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah some yeah, Tom Cruise yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Like, all right, Drake, you need to slow down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, artists of like Beyonce, Drake caliber, they're doing that. They're mm-hmm. they're messing around with the visual album. Even J Cole, I'd say. How how heavy is that documentary music wise? There's probably a lot of Definitely. music being played. It's, it's, so that's I was a version. Half the album is in the, in yeah. the video, yeah. So the visual game in music has been, especially in rap and stuff, has been evolving. But you know those three minute music videos, they're gone. One of the best ever that uh, that Runaway video by Kanye. Yeah, that's God. hard. I don't with the with the dancers. Yeah, with the bird, the yeah. bird lady. I don't understand why that's not a thing. Dude, I, I always remember the Good Life video. With yeah, with T-Pain the colors. Yeah, and they're like Megan Good. Stuff. Oh, yeah. man. Actually, she's not in the video, but, but they a chick that looks they like They mentioned her, yeah. yeah. They all look, yeah. They good. They good. They good. <laughs> all right, man. Kendrick's album. What else do you have to say? You have anything else to say about this? Well. It's good. It's only been, what? Where, where, where do you think it stands... In his discography, because... I was just about to ask you that. For me, personally, I'll answer you then. For me, (laughs) it's getting to a Kanye West level. And I say that because it's really getting... Every album is so different from the other one. Mm -hmm. And in in certain ways, you know, not entirely different. Yeah. But the styles are different. um, And he never really does the, the same stuff over again. Oh, that's what you mean. So it's hard to... He reinvents himself in a way, you yeah. know, and it's hard to compare the albums when it's like that. It's more it more becomes what is your favorite style of this artist? You know, mm-hmm. for me, like I loved pop Kanye. So graduation for me was all time. And I love that album. And Dark Fantasy, of course, is like, yeah, pretty pop, too. But for Kendrick, I don't know. It's like the story's untold or unfinished, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I think, I mean, I don't know a bunch of, I don't know Kendrick's entire discography, discography, but in terms of the studio albums, I would have to put Topimba Butterfly in fourth place. Dang. Wait, so you're including Section 80 as a studio album? Yeah. Okay. There's like, yeah, those are the four studio albums that okay. he has. But his first commercial album, technically, is Good Kid. Good Kid. Yeah, because yeah. stu- Section 80 was released under Top like Dog a, Entertainment. It's like an EP, yeah. Yeah, but uh, Good Kid and everything after that was released was under Interscope. Right? Yeah, Interscope and Aftermath. So. Yeah. With but, that uh, Dre connection. Yeah, exactly. Dre Day. Dre. <laughs> All right. 
Um, I'll give you a quick. So, I'll give you a quick. So one to, okay, so exactly this is what I'm talking about. If to pimp a butterfly is fourth for you, mm-hmm. I would say that's just because you didn't like that style, that jazz. Yeah, funk, the sound influence. exactly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, in terms of content, that album is important. Like it's crazy. It's one of the most important albums. Dude, today I was had. listening to you. You remember that song? Yeah. And it's like, to me, that song is cinematic. It's. It's it's just I don't know it's it's hard to describe that that last verse where he's like supposedly drinking and he's like kind of crying and mm-hmm. he's talking about suicide and I, was just I don't too know much man he reach he reaches like it's it's hard to describe you dude. about to cry right now no right? man <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I'm getting a little emotional right now but Kendrick man I love him I love him and and the reason why I love him is because. It's a process, you know, listening to his albums are a process. I almost wasn't even ready to discuss this album because I feel like I need to listen to it more. Yeah, there did. are parts that I don't know, I don't really understand. I mean, you can, we could talk about this for hours, hours. I think you need at least a good month to like yeah. digest Kendrick's album for the first time, and then you know. Yeah, and then with my listening process, like, I find songs that I really like and I'll listen to those a few times and mm-hmm. then I'll move on to like songs that I was like, Oh shoot, I didn't really listen to this. Like what's this about? Yeah. So, um, we'll see, man. I, I love the album. So you're telling me you don't have a one through four. I don't have a one through four, but Do I, you could, have an obvious worst one. I could come up off the fly. Give me one. Give me it. Give me it. The worst one. Just give oh, me this, one through four off the this, fly. This one might be fourth right now. This one. Okay. Yeah. Just but it's it's unfair too because it hasn't been yeah. enough time yet. But I just think when I look at like today, I after listening to this album a few times, I was like, man, I want to go back and listen to Good Kid. I want to go back and listen to Section Eighty um, to Pimp Butterfly, see how I feel. So I listen to like Sing About Me. You know, I listen to mm-hmm. Money Trees. I listen to You. I listen to Institutionalized, which is my favorite song off To Pimp Butterfly. I listen to Wesley's Theory. And I was just like, man, these songs are so good that I don't know if there's a song on this new album that's better than these songs. Yeah, it'd just be disrespectful to yeah. kind of like rank them almost. Low key already. But, you know, like I said, a song like Fear is getting up there. Duckworth. These, these are two songs that I really like so far, but we'll kind of see. So I'll give it to you on the fly. I, have, I probably have this one fourth. Third is probably Good Kid. Damn, that almost feels like yeah, sacrilegious, honestly. Yeah. Okay, third is Good Kid. Um, probably second is To Pimp a Butterfly. One is Section 80. Section 80 may be that high up because of nostalgia, but I don't know. I love that. I love that record. It's great. Yeah, I'm going to say I got 1A and 1B. No, nah, no, nah, you're not allowed. You can't, bro. Nah. See, I can't differentiate Damn and Good Kid, Mad City because I just get the same vibes from listening to those albums. Yeah. But those are definitely above Section 80, and Section 80 is above To Pimp a Butterfly. Because for me, I'm like a sonic person first. So okay. before the message, I kind of enjoy the beats and how they're organized throughout the album and just the flows, the delivery. And I mean, to Pimp a Butterfly was just way too abstract for me, even though the content was, you know, yeah, important for society and whatnot. I'm going to have to leave that one at fourth. But uh, yeah, sonically, Damn and Good Kid Mad City are definitely the best. They're more alike, I think, than yeah. from from a approach standpoint. But the only thing is Damn is missing that the skit stories telling yeah, kind of right. whole start to finish kind of thing. Right. But... Yeah, man. I might Kendrick's... have to put Damn above Good Kid Mad City then, because the less story, Damn. the more I enjoy the album. Yeah. Low key. And you know, it's kind of funny, because this album, there are multiple moments that just make you say, damn, period, yeah. you know? Which is kind of I funny. Might have, you think that was the point? Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the points. I feel like with Kendrick, there isn't always just one yeah. meaning, or one layered. way to... Yeah, he's layered. Yo, so wait. Was there supposed to be another album? Because people were talking some like Easter Day... Yeah, Resurrection bullshit. I didn't entertain any of that. That yeah, it's news. Just, nah, yeah. it's just noise, huh? You know how to filter. I for don't the fake believe news. it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe it. Yo, there's some like fake news thing on Facebook. Did you see that? It's like we'll help you find fake news or something. Facebook's on some crazy shit. They're yeah, trying to, like, they're trying to help society trying to or something. Yeah, they're trying to. I don't know, man. 
I try to stay away from Facebook as much as possible. I don't know, dude. It's damn near impossible, but... All right. One last thing I want to ask you about this record. Damn. How do you damn. feel about Kendrick singing? Because he has... Yo, that's what I was going to say again. Going back to what, like, how I felt like Kendrick is becoming like Drake-like. This fool, this is the most clips I I've ever. Be with you. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. This is the most. I, oh my god, that song. That song is great. This is the most hooks and just singing I've ever heard. What do you think of that Zakari dude? I thought he killed it. I think honestly. it was great. I think all the Kend- like when I first heard it, I'm like, damn, why the hell's Kendrick singing? And then yeah. I bumped it on my way to Death Valley, and I was just like, yo, caught a vibe. Yeah, you got everybody's got to listen to this song. These uh, this album in the car. Because that's when you're really going to understand. I feel like rap just generally is just better in the car. Because it gives you that loud, yeah, in your kind face of in feel. Tube, you kind of like need the, you need to hear everything. The, yeah. the, the kick, the the bass, the snare. You, you're know? Right. You, need, you need that in your face, yeah. I feel like. I just like the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, oh, man. Element is hard to me. Yeah, but, making, yeah see, that's that's Kendrick making a hook that's like, you know... That's gonna chart probably. Yeah, maybe. That's that's where I think. That's uh, where I'm talking about. Drake Humble right debuted it too on some crazy shit, dude. Streaming because streaming is being worth valued more now. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's like so more valued. That, than that's than helping rap for sure because. That's kind of whack though. There's no, but there's like there's like a ten year gap between streaming and people selling albums and now people actually buying rap albums yeah. where we were just like pirating. Not me, but. People that I know. Oh, sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that the streaming is accounting for the rap a little better now, you know? Yeah, definitely. So. Yo, I got I got uh, one last question on this Kendrick topic. Right? What's good? I don't know if it's the last, but. So Metacritic gave Section 80 an 80, ironically. Okay. Um, good Kid Mad City got a 91. Okay. To Pim Butterfly got a 96. Okay. So... This I need you there, to. I, I need think. you to predict. This one already has like a ninety nine right now. Oh really? Yeah. No way. There's like fifteen reviews. Yeah. Ninety nine. People love it, man. So this is Pete Kendrick. Maybe, but you know Kendrick is also yeah Kendrick. <laughs> shout out Kareem, man. Kendrick is also a. Uh, he's become an established artist, right? Yeah. So. You know he's gonna be looked at as. Maybe that's that's to his detriment too because we're expecting greatness, right? Yeah. So how is it that it keeps getting better? I don't know. The Kendrick, uh, it's well, the riddle. I mean, let's kind of think like Drake's that's crazy. Yeah. I'm thinking like, like Kanye. Kanye's fourth studio studio album was was that to my beautiful dark. Fourth was eight oh eight. Okay, so it's fifth one. I think it's peak Kanye. Fifth one was dark fantasy. So yeah, maybe. I mean, I wouldn't say it's too early for your fourth one. If you're great, but it's crazy because he's just gotten, it seems critically, he's gotten better yeah, each album. It is pretty insane. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're messing with a, we're messing with a legend right now. Dude, and I, I'm, I'm super excited for you that you get to see him Sunday because even though it's going to be the, like the last, last one, it's going to be the sweetest dessert, I think, because low key, like we don't think of Kendrick like this, but it's almost gone to a Drake level where he has so many hits and so many songs throughout the years, ever since 2011, which was uh, Section 80. Mm-hmm. And even I feel like even if he would were to play ADHD, people would go crazy for it and it'd be so old school and it'd be very nostalgic and all Dude, of that. I actually have to admit something to you. I think on Sunday at Coachella, I'm about to watch Marshmallow and then catch the end of Kendrick. Who's Marshmallow? It's a DJ. It's that DJ with the marshmallow helmet. All right, dude. Let's move on. People about to throw me slack for that. But, dude, you got to... I've seen Kendrick four times live. Dude, this is next level. I'm telling you, man. There's going to be lights in your face. Who's marshmallow? Are you kidding me? Bro, EDM live is some crazy shit. So why are we not talking about DJ marshmallows right Because there's, there's a difference between listening and digesting music and enjoying music and then going to an experience. But don't you want to take in that moment that... Kendrick at Coachella moment? Dude, I mean, think about it this way. Like, Kawhi Leonard, as good as he is, are you going to pay money to see Kawhi Leonard or are you going to watch, like, Giannis? I'd rather watch Giannis any day. I'd rather watch... Nah. What do you mean? I don't think that's the same analogy. <laughs> All right, maybe Giannis is a bad... <laughs> dude, but just the point is, like, Kawhi, as good, he, as good as he is, he's boring. You're not trying to watch Kawhi. He's not boring, though. You'd rather pay more money to watch somebody worse than Kawhi Leonard. I think Kawhi... 
he maybe was boring. I think your point is a little outdated. He's maybe. getting a little better, but that fool is still boring as hell. Yeah. You, you don't know. know what you're talking about. Man. Man. Dude, I'm not going to watch your snaps now that you, you mentioned this you new trash. wrinkle. That's messed up. Yo, watch my Damn. Instagram stories then. Son. Yeah. Okay. Well, Humble is actually the official uh, NBA ABC playoff theme song. How do you feel about that? I mean... More power to Kendrick, though. Yeah, I I was actually a theme song for TNT. I don't know if you remember that. I oh it was a couple years back. So Damn. he's got a that Interscope major label probably has that connection. They jock and Kendrick. Yeah, bro. they come in with it. <laughs> but so the playoffs. Last time we we spoke, we're gonna segue into some NBA talk. Mm-hmm. How how do you feel about all the 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 MVP stuff? How that played out? Because. I mean, what the yeah, Westbrook hype machine came in, man, and took took Bro, stole the show. This man just got blown up by thirty. Yeah, let it be known, y'all. Everybody's like tripping. Six for twenty three. Yeah, y'all tripping that we said Harden's the MVP. Look now. Look this now. Boy, yeah, come on now. <laughs> he won though. I think Westbrook took it, dude. Because a lot of the media is it people, done already? It is done. They they did it last Friday. Oh, it's bullshit. Yeah. So a lot of the media people, like the ESPN people, who make up a good chunk of the voters Mm -hmm. they came out and a lot of them were westbrook and then the rest were scattered it's almost like Kawhi took votes away from harden like it was supposed to be like a harden westbrook and then people were like i I want no part of this triple double harden versus westbrook thing i'm going for Kawhi, 60 win team crazy so two two two-way player you know dude there are people out there that actually care about defense you know yeah i mean no that's try so what is this, is this about to be like the worst mvp in terms of a regular season win column oh yeah that we've for had? sure it is see that's why this is bullshit but dude. i mean if you think about it people decided this year was the year to change the criteria and give it to the guy who I mean, averaged a triple double that's i mean you gotta you can't change consistency. i guess yeah you can't, like, i disagree with it but Ultimately, they wanted him to be remembered. They wanted this to be his season. Like, when we look back in 10 years, we're going to say, oh, that's the season Westbrook went off, MVP, that lost bullshit, first round. You gonna, how are you going to rob my boy? My nigga Kobe averaged 30, 35. He finished 2006. fourth, dude. I think that's why I'm salty, honestly. I'll admit it. How you going to rob? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Kobe had a historic season. This dude scored 50 t- 50 points four I'll games in a row. It, the, he outscored the Dallas Mavericks. The bottom he dropped line 81. Is, the bottom line is that the MVP, the NBA, it's entertainment, dude. It's a storyline. Yeah. Kobe's storyline was of one of a villain, of a ball hog, it's of a person who... doper than Nash's. Honestly, if my, if, my, uh, if my teammates were Smush Parker, I would be pissed at everybody too, you know? That's what I'm saying. So, that was the thing. But it's, it's over and done with... I don't even want to talk about MVP anymore because of how over and done with it is. MVP is dead. Yo, I hope the MV- NBA awards get it right. Because yeah. they're, they're going to vote we for We won't find right? out. In we June, won't. we'll find out. They'll probably give it to Harden. No, it's over. The voting's over, dude. I'm saying the NBA awards where the players vote because there's the, two awards no, now. The, no, no, The NBA awards is that. Oh, that's yeah, done it's the same too? thing. Yeah, yeah. There is no two awards. The NBA awards is the televised version of them like no but what about the because remember there was one year where steph won that um mvp but the nba players voted that it was actually no James yeah Harden. they do that every year but That's the what televised saying. nba awards is the media is one. the media one okay yeah. got you got you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well i'm saying the players are still going to give it to Harden. yeah the players might I but the, dude the players loved what westbrook did too so poor Harden. poor Harden. it's time to move on and it's right. time to go on to the playoffs because the playoffs started woo how do you feel about it, dude? Weekend one is uh, is through and in the books. Every first game has been played now. And uh, I kind of wanted to go through and do do our picks. We should just do the first round. Like, let's do our first, first round. round picks. All right. Because going beyond that is just, who are we? Yeah, you know? you're right, you're right. We could do that for the next episode. Yeah, next episode. So, today Boston and Chicago played their second game. Yo. O two. Boston is down O two. What is complete, that? <laughs> has completely lost home court advantage at this point. Um, how do you feel about this? Is is Boston going to take take back control, or is Chicago going to run away with this one? Chicago Dude, at this picked point, up a focus. I hope Chicago man. runs away with it. Like 
they were saying that, you know, Boston is the weakest one seed in, like, recent history. Yeah, I And agree. I agreed with that. But how are you still going to lose to an eighth seed? Like, that's just... Dude, Chicago... So, my thing with the NBA playoffs is when, they're, when the, there are a few minutes left in the game, fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and the game is kind of tight, you know, within 10 points or so, who's, who are your guys who are going to be able to create buckets, you know? Yeah. The Celtics, they're a three-point shooting team at the end of the day. Yeah. And as great as Isaiah's been, it's a lot of their offense is pass, 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 and get a look, you know, mm. from three or, you know, they don't have many slashers, really. And if anyone, it's Isaiah who's going to be doing that. And Isaiah's mostly being guarded by uh, Jamie Buckets, who's is a pretty good defender. Yeah, he's going to shut him down. Not and then on the on the other side, Chicago, they have Rondo, who's been who's had a resurgence a little today. He looked like OG Rondo. Well, he got like a triple double, or rather yesterday. But uh, yeah, almost he was one rebound short. Wow. But. I don't know, man. Boston, I, I I think I got Boston in this one. I mean, uh, I think I got Chicago. I mean, yeah, I think I got Chicago too. I mean, just at because, this point, I hope. You're yeah. up 2-0, you're going back to the crib. like. And shout out IT, man, for, for playing in, in his uh, his family condition. Yeah, man, praise out to IT. That's kind of unfortunate. But that's that what I was going to get at. Like, the Celtics kind of had an excuse, but at the same time, they don't because he dropped 33. And, you know, no, still... no. I feel like in that first game, Isaiah played his game. You know, yeah. They just got beat. And, yeah. the, and Chicago just looks focused. They look like they're ready to go. And Dwayne Wade is hitting threes. It's cra- It's looking kind of crazy because uh, maybe they were bored in the regular season. I don't know. There's because no they, way. they were looking super dysfunctional. They like, were, they're the most the dysfunctional IGs team next to the Knicks. You know, these young guys need to play. And then yeah. Rondo backing up the young guys. So... I don't know, man. They look focused. Like, I was watching today. Rondo is looking like a leader out there. He's communicating. Dwayne Wade, Jimmy Buckets. Like, they're all playing well. And ultimately, is who's the best player on the on the floor between these two teams? Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, period. So, Damn, I don't man. know, man. I think, it's, I think the Bulls are also benefiting from, like, the championship pedigree between Rondo and D-Wade, too. True. I mean, they've been, they've there, been there before. Yeah. So I guess we just are sleeping on the Bulls. But dude, dude you got to think about the role players too. Like Miritich, I think he he's been shooting well from three. Yeah. Or he did tonight, and uh, I don't know, man. It's crazy. So I, I got I got Chicago. You got Chicago. I got Chicago. All right, let's move to the next one. Washington, Atlanta. Washington, that's a wash. Yeah, that's a wash. Wash. Washington. Washington. <laughs> dude, Atlanta defensively, they're pretty good, right? But Wall and Beal. Wall's on a mission this year. Wall is, yeah. And he's he's played incredible. I got them in the conference finals, actually. Washington. Yeah, I think they're the ones that Cleveland should be worried about. Yeah. And I think, because um, they'd be playing the Bulls if the Bulls win. And between Wait. the Oh, sorry. What? Yeah, between the Bulls and Washington, I got Washington on that one. So How, about, how many games do you think the Bulls are going to win in? Oh, between Boston? Yeah. Dude, I could see Boston winning one or two. Maybe so they Bulls could. Bulls and six. Yeah, Bulls and six, maybe. I'd say so. Be, it's, it's just, it's hard for me to believe that the Celtics are just going to lie down and lose like this. Yeah, like, they won't. They can't. You know, yeah. they got to come fight back, especially like losing home court like that. And the Celtics, like, they're, they're a storied franchise. Yeah, they got pride. No, they're not about yeah. to. They're about to start, start a fight before yeah, they Yeah, and like the fans this. are probably pretty pissed too. But. Dude, they just can't rob us. Wait, would Celtics play Washington in the next round? Yeah, winner of four or five. I'm trying. Did you see the games in the regular season between them two? Oh, they hate each other. Yeah, I'm Washington, to, Boston, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to see that. The funeral. Yeah, man, Celtics might have fucked that up already. That's wrong. Toronto, Milwaukee. How do you feel about this one? Three six matchup. Dude, Toronto's this one's a little wild. Weak. Toronto's looking weak, and uh, Milwaukee's kind of like that young team that doesn't know what's it's going hungry. on, and they're just coming out to I'm, play hard. I'm super impressed with Brogdon. His passing is just great. And Delavadova, I think they're a good little uh, backcourt. They missed out on Brogdon. Yeah. Just imagine if this team had Jabari. I, yeah. think that, I think that's a W right there. Maybe. But, but I, think I Toronto, still think, yeah, Milwaukee's a year away. I think Toronto, they just have too much talent to lose. You know, as yeah. good as Giannis has been this year, and he's probably going to win most improved player too. Yeah. Um, I just think Toronto with Serge. Ibaka, which is he's a solid player. PJ Tucker. You have DeRozan and Lowry in game two today. They both 
came in the clutch. DeRozan is also on a mission. Yeah, he, he would is. answer Giannis. He was every disrespected. Time. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So we got Toronto on that one. Toronto in six. Cleveland, Indiana. At this point, it's looking like it could be a sweep. Even. Yeah, Indiana's been fighting though. It's kind of Yo, weird. Indiana's got to steal one. I here's think the Indiana's thing about the one. East and specifically the Cavs, because yeah. when you think about the East, you think about the Cavs, right? Mm-hmm. No lead is safe. It seems. Not at all. Nobody's playing defense yeah. anymore. And the Cavs, they just like they pick it up for for stretches, and they'll play really well, and then there'll be stretches that they're just like messing around, and Paul George will go on a on a. On yeah. the thing, so people be giving them the excuse like, "Oh, they're bored," but nah. I don't know about that. Man. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's head over to the West. Golden State Warriors, Portland Trail Trailblazers. Golden State, yo, but you yeah. hear KD's questionable for Game Two. I don't even think that even matters. Yeah. Um, this is like because they they played in the first round, or no, they played the Rockets the first round last year, and they didn't have Steph. Like no one even cared. Yeah. But, but they were a different team. The the. Trailblazers kind of messed with them, though. Yeah. And they made them tired. The thing is this. The Trailblazers in game one, I think um, McCollum and Dame combined for like 70 points, dude. Yeah, McCollum so dropped 40. I think uh, Dame had a 30-piece. It was the most they've ever dropped together. Dude, and they lost. So if they play that well and they lose and they don't even have Nurkic on the floor, too, because I think Nurkic could possibly cause some problems inside for Golden State, but... He would, honestly. Yeah, so if they're going to do that and still lose, there's no way. No, nah, but I think they pretty much, that was the game plan. It's like, let them play two on five, you know? Yeah. And, like, you can't really win like that. You can't. But that's their team, you know? Yeah. Their other guys really, well, Alan Crabb and... If they get, like, you know, 15 from Crabb and, like, Aminu plays well, they could they could pull an upset. Not, like, a serious <laughs> upset, but they can win a game. Maybe. Golden State is just too powerful. Yeah, you they're gonna, Golden State's winning for sure. Yeah. Uh, sweep or no? Mm, I give him a without sweep. Without Durant? Dude. Nah, man, come on. Dude, they were playing so well without Durant just like two, two three weeks ago. I'm so, good. they're done. Alright, here's here's the first round series of all the series. Clippers-Jazz. How do you feel about this one? I hope the Jazz win. I'm looking at the score right now. It's uh, 83-76 in the fourth quarter. Wow. Yeah. Um, who's away? Who's up? The Clippers are up by uh, seven. Yeah. Eight minutes. This left. is going to go seven, I think. I hope so. It has because, to go seven. This is the most competitive so series. Clippers, because there are not many Jazz fans in SoCal, they, Clippers get their home court advantage. But playing in Utah yeah, at Jazz is pretty tough. That's a tough environment yeah. for the Clips. So I, I could see this game going se- I could see it going seven. I could see the Jazz winning this one. I really just want to see... But it's really a pick em. It's either or, honestly. I could see the Clippers winning, too. We should put some money on it. I just don't really trust the Clippers. That's the thing. Does anybody at this point? No, the Clippers are cursed. I mean, I just want... I really want to see the Clippers just, like, end their misery soon and just blow up the team and just Dude, figure it out. I, I thought the Clippers really turned a corner against the Spurs two years ago when, yeah. they, when they blew it against the Rockets. Mm-hmm. But, man... Man, this team, it's either injury or mental breakdown or it's I don't know curse, what it bro. is. They're cursed. And, you know, like I said, at the end of the game, who do they who do they have to rely on? I think they only have Chris Paul, to be quite honest. DeAndre Jordan, he can't really create for himself, especially not from the perimeter. Blake Griffin shows up when, it need, he, when they need him. Yeah. I think he gets a lot of disrespect. Has he been Blake clutch, Griffin, though? Blake Griffin? Not really clutch, clutch but he can carry a team and he can... Like, that. this is their problem, is they can't close games out that they're supposed to, you know? Yeah, CP is their closer, but I mean, you only need one closer. You think? Yeah. I just think with the Bulls, like I was saying, if Jimmy B isn't going to get it, you still have Dwayne Wade for mid-range, which is like, I would go with that. Maybe. That's that's questionable. I mean, last year D-Wade looked good, but it's still questionable. The Clippers' second option is undoubtedly Blake Griffin, right? Yeah, he's, you're not just going to go to him and ISO Blake. Yeah, I feel you You on could. That. You could. You could, but... We'll see, man. You need to I, just make the offense go around Blake. That's a pick em. I got the Jazz in seven. What do you got? I think the Clippers are going to... I'm going to change up and choose the Clippers. Cause I think they're going to have a sense of... Clippers in seven or six or what? Uh, Clippers in seven, yeah. Clippers they're going to have a sense of urgency, yeah. and they're going to know, like, it's do or die. And they're going to have camaraderie. Man. The Clippers, if they don't get it done this year, they're going to definitely blow it up. I hope, bro. They're talking about... I heard this uh, thing on Fox Sports where they're saying pretty much if they don't win this year, they're about to have... Doc will never be an NBA coach again. 
Yeah. That'd be crazy. Who knows, man? Okay. Houston, OKC. I got Houston in like five. I got Houston in six. Houston I think mean, Russ, Russ is going to muscle up some I think, home court advantage. I don't think Russ is going to be able to. Uh, dude, Beverly. If Beverly keeps playing the way he did in game one. Beverly's looking good. That's done. That's kind of like Russ's arch Buff, nemesis. That's like my favorite. Beverly Russ matchup is the best because they're both super passionate. Super physical. Yeah, physical, scrappy, similar size, yeah. physique. That was crazy profile. when he got knocked down. He came yeah. back, hit those threes. That was wild. Dude, Beverly, he's that player that you hate if he's not on your team. But oh, yeah. if he's on your team, you love to have a guy like that. He's a mini know? Draymond. Yeah, he's dope. Uh, well, I wouldn't say that, but... In terms of energy and what you bring to the team. Yeah, right? being numbers. that fire. Yeah, yeah being yeah. that engine. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, San Antonio, Memphis. I got a sweep. That's a sweep. That, oh, San Antonio. man. Yo, but I, I watched the game yesterday, uh, and I, I really felt bad for Memphis because <laughs> every time I looked up, Kawhi was at the free throw line. You think that was real? I saw, I mean... Dude, there was, there was one play where Kawhi, like, he jumped up, and he just held onto the ball, and he kind of got bumped, and it really looked like an ups and up and down like travel and they just like they called a foul and you know marcus saw just went crazy and i mean Cowherd's you should have seen fizz the fizzdale was just yeah, tripping was the whole game fizz, fizzdale, you could fizz. see that coming if you yeah. were looking at the sidelines you could see fizzdale coming with yeah them. i mean i just think i saw this thing uh Cowherd had a piece on it and he pretty much was saying that you're not gonna get they, they weren't being disrespected it's just the way that the memphis grizzlies play they're not really going to go. I'm not. That. I don't have an issue with Memphis not getting free throws. I have more of an issue with Kawhi getting 19. But free that's throws. just NBA. The superstar gets what he wants. Yeah, you know? I I think, and that's that's really contributing to Kawhi's crazy numbers too because his his numbers from first two games are crazy. I think he scored 30 or 31 in the first game and 37, which is a career high playoffs. Yeah. So. He's doing crazy things, dude. Even though he's already like Kawhi Leonard, I really think he's about to leave this playoffs and make like a real impression. Like, yeah, it's about to be Kawhi's coming. Every out year, Kawhi's gotten better, yeah. and that's why I said Kawhi's not quite MVP this year. But man, he's he's looking like he's gonna just blow up. This is know? the first. This is the first year where Kawhi like will kill you in the fourth, and like, yeah. you know he'll win a game. He'll do some dude. He shit. he's he really is reminding me of. Of Kobe, like in in the areas that he operates offensively, yeah, the from the elbow and like kind of that uh, baseline turnaround. His footwork, jumper, he's yeah, nice his with footwork, it. and and he's got palms. His palms are like MJ's, dude. Like Damn. he's got these huge hands. So physically, he's got everything, and he has the the awareness to play incredible defense on the perimeter. And yeah, he's he's got a motor too, dude. Like people say, Westbrook is is a player that is relentless but to me when i'm watching Kawhi, he never gives up a play like there's no plays off with Kawhi. the the thing about the spurs is there's such a system offense that Kawhi, although he's their go-to guy there will be plays where he doesn't get the ball you know he doesn't even touch the ball mm-hmm. and it's like fine you know pal gasol or something will make a three which is crazy. <laughs> this dude is like crazy from three right now. Yeah. He's not taking too many, but he's super efficient. Mm-hmm. He's like shooting 50%. Um, but yeah, dude, Kawhi, he's a great player. I, I, I'm really excited to see what he becomes. You know why he slept on? Because you, he's on the Spurs. Because he's, he's boring as fuck. I don't think so, man. He's boring. You got to watch some of these games, dude. No, I've been watching Kawhi. He's definitely good. He's way better this year. But like. Dude, in general, in terms of superstars, Kawhi's like he doesn't the have boring. the flashiness. But exactly. even even yesterday when I was watching the game, I saw this this just this moment where he had he had the opportunity to take a jumper after dancing, and you know he had the handles going, so he has that room to grow. I feel like now right now he has all the fundamentals, and the next thing is to get a little bit of versatility on offense, mm-hmm. where he's got different moves, different go to moves, where he's just gonna. So it's only up from here for Kawhi. Definitely. I guess is the point. He's on a and I feel like as long as he's on the Spurs, he's never really going to get that all time, you know, look because it's always going to be about the team first, you know. Whereas if he wins some rings, he might. No, but I guess what I'm saying is it's not really about Kawhi scoring thirty points per game. Whereas if you look at OKC, it's about Russell Westbrook getting a triple double. That's almost what their culture is about. But for Kawhi and the Spurs, it's about make the right pass, make the right basketball play, and you know. I think the that's deeper how we're they win. get into the playoffs, you're gonna have to 
They're going to oh, need that from For Kawhi. sure. Kawhi's, you have to have that go-to guy. So it so. is going to be about Kawhi dropping 30. Okay. So I wanted to do a last segment. Uh, this is actually both of our ideas. We're going to do a this or this. Okay. How do you feel about that? Last call. It. Let's get it. Last call. All right. You want to start this off or or or, do my, or am I going to do it? I'll give you. I'll start it off. All right. Break it, it down. Light. All right. All right, bro. This is going to be a speed round. We got to be quick about this. Like, it's supposed to be the first thing that comes, the first answer that comes to your mind, you know? You got to be shook with this one. All right. right. Mom or dad? Oh, what? <laughs> I'm not answering this. That's trash. All right. Your turn, dog. All right. If you're James Dolan, owner of the Knicks, do you get rid of Mello or do you get rid of PJ, Phil Jackson? You get rid of Mello. You get rid of Mello? I get rid of both, honestly. Yeah, I get rid of both. (laughs) But I mean, if it's one or the other, you get rid of Mello. Because, I mean, Mello doesn't want to be there, and they don't want Mello there. Yeah. Dude, Phil Jackson messed that team up, too, though. Yeah, he's trapped. And part of me is so happy that Jim Jim Buss and Mitch, they died to keep Phil Jackson away from... He basically would have had this position with the Lakers. I think That's what he wanted. I think it would have been better. I don't know, man. He's he's making some dumb. You would have had Genie keeping him happy. You Stupid know. dude, and Crit and uh, Porzingis is like upset too, and that's like that. Poor Porzingis, dog. His his time's about to get wasted. He should come to the Lakers. All right, next one. It's your turn. No, I just went. I just went mellow. Oh, my bad, my yeah. bad. More life or damn. Damn. Oh wait, that's not my answer. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'd probably go damn. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm not even listening to More Life anymore. Either. Oh. More Life was a playlist, though. Can we really? But still. Yeah. Oh. What are you, what's your answer? You're More Life? At this point. But Damn is definitely... It's creeping up. Yeah, it's it's creeping. too early for Damn. A it's a little too early. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next. Wall, Beal, or Dame McCall? Dame McCall. There's more really? consistency. Wall, I mean, Beal's too... I he feel gets like too hurt, Wall, so prone. Wall and Beal, they have more spe- specified roles. You know, Wall is like, if he needs to be a passer, he can. Yeah. But Dame and McCollum are both. Yeah, they do kinda, a little bit of everything. They kind of have a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, diminishing returns because it's too much of the same thing. Yeah, I'd go, I'd go Wall Beal. Wall Beal are winning more games for sure, even though they're in the East. So you're Dame McCollum. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still, uh, no, yeah, I'm still Dan McCollum, yeah. All right, your turn, go. All right, uh, Frank Ocean or Drake? Oh, man. God. <laughs> all time or right now or what? Like, all you time? give it to me. Man. All time, I got to go Drake, but right now I'm Frank. Yeah, like in 2017, I think Frank is, is making better music. Dude drops one album, you no, switch sides. Man. You know Channel Orange was hard. Yeah, but you weren't. I said all time, Drake, because I've been riding with Drake since, like, 2010. Since birth. Yeah, low-key. All right, my turn? Yeah. Drake or Kendrick? (laughs) I'm choosing Drake just because, like I said earlier, I'm a Sonic guy. I like replayability. Nah, nah, you don't need to explain I'm not not bumping Kendrick for months at a time, you know? I'm bumping Drake for months at a time, so I'm going to choose Drake. All right, go ahead. Lakers or Packers? Oh, my God. I'm just freezing you up on all of these. Dude, how'd you... You went too personal with these. <laughs> oh, man. I Do I really have to choose? Yeah, bro. What the hell? This is this. Okay. Or this. <laughs> I liked the I liked the Packers first. Like, I would say I was, I was, I was a bigger NFL fan as a kid than a Damn. basketball fan. But since the Lakers are LA, I got to ride with the Lakers. You hear that, A. Rodgers? Nah, nah, A. Rodgers all the time. <laughs> That's the boy. Uh, all right. IG story or Snap story? Damn, you got me Did I, I one, froze bro. you up. Because I know you're active on both. Bro, so people that know me probably assume that it's like I fuck with Snap more. But IG story, there's more people watching that. And their camera's way better. I don't yeah. know why. It doesn't make sense. But All right, dude. Pick one. So your IG story? more crisp. Um, I'm Snap. I'm going to keep it up. You're Snap? Yeah, okay. I'm Snap. All right. That's where, you know, that's where I started, bro. That's All where right. I got my startup from. Issue, issue. All right. Music or movies? Damn, I got to go music. I, I, as much as I love movies, I'm a big movie fan, but I just, I think my soul connects with music more. Okay. How about you? Yeah, music. Music? All day. Movies are hard too, though. Shout out movies. Ingram or D-Lo? 
That's a tough one. That is a tough one. I'd That's go Ingram, dude. I think Ingram has a higher upside just from a physique standpoint. That dude's like so lanky, and I think he can be a problem. Dila's just immature, but this fool has potential to be an explosive scorer with great vision. Dilo's got like. All right, so choose, dude. You're like thinking this is supposed to be a lightning round. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm gonna go D-Lo, just keep it OG again. I like that. D-Lo is there first. All right, that's cool that we were on different sides on that one. Okay, go ahead. This is my last one, I won't really. All right, pineapple on pizza or no pineapple? I'm with it, I'm with the pie, but the other toppings gotta be right too, you know? You gotta get chicken and pineapple, that's a classic, right? I'm gonna tell y'all listeners right now, if I find out any of you putting pineapple on pizza, just, oh. Alright, dude, chill out, man. <laughs> it's just pizza. Okay. If you're Blake Griffin, mm-hmm. and right now it's the end of 2017, 2018 season, you're an unrestricted free agent, okay? Are you trying to re sign with the Clippers with an aging CP, or are you signing with the Thunder with a reckless Westbrook? I'm getting the fuck out of LA and signing <laughs> with Westbrook. I'm He's selling from tickets. Oklahoma, too. Exactly, yeah. bro. I'm selling tickets, and I'm about to make a new Lop City. All right, dude. Um, Chipotle or Chick-fil-A? Oh. Damn, you can't do that to me, bro. I think I think I know that your answer, my answer is Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I think Chipotle is kind of overrated. I'm going to say Chick-fil-A, but it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Frank Ocean versus Drake. Chick-fil-A just started doing it for me. But all-time all Chipotle is Chipotle right now. Yeah. I'm going to say Chick-fil-A. All right, I respect that. Okay, here's a funny one that I don't think... I don't know if you have a strong opinion about this, but it's just kind of funny. Would you rather watch a ninth Fast and Furious movie because they oh, just shit. they just dropped the eighth <laughs> one, <laughs> or would you rather listen to a ninth Eminem album because he's he dropped his eighth one too? I'd rather watch the Fast and Furious. Movie. Yeah, yeah. you got to sit and listen from start Eminem, to end. Eminem, Eminem, just he should have stopped maybe four. Or Five albums ago, maybe. No, I wouldn't say that. I'm just Fast and Furious too. I don't know, man. The even last one I watched was Fast and Furious Five. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's cheesy, you're always still gonna get. I guess it's kind of iconic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, last one. Who would win in a fight? Okay, listen to this. Twenty-four-year-old Malice at the Palace, Ron Artest, aka Metal World Peace, <laughs> or Suge Knight. Meta. You think Meta? Bro, Meta's taller than Suge Knight. He's way more fit. I don't know if you... Oh, he's Is Suge 6'8"? Yeah. I don't nah, think so. You're right. Yeah. Meta beat that ass. Yeah, you think? Unless Suge got guns and goons. Yeah, Suge might have goons. <laughs> Dude, Suge is the devil. Yeah, low-key. Suge yeah. is the devil. You can't mess with we that. Didn't, we didn't say that. All right. <laughs> That's the end, man. Right there. Oh. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Our, our email, podcast one-on-one at gmail.com is a little lonely send us anything tell us anything where uh you can find us on stitcher itunes soundcloud you've been listening to the one-on-one podcast with puya and blake blake thank you very much thanks puya